The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome to yet another session at the Kickbox or Kickpod Dojo. I am your host slash um, sensei, TJ Williams. All right, as for those who are just joining in, I, um, I'll give you the insight of my martial arts experience as um, well as my opinions and thoughts of um, certain movies or situations. All right, so with this episode, we're going to explore the world of Jean-Claude Van Damme. And another thing that's interesting, I have a guest with me today that's um, a huge fan of Jean-Claude Van Damme. Um, Also another podcaster, uh, Matt Johnson. Dude, thanks for having me. Thanks. I'm excited. Thanks for that. Well, I can't. I kind of almost forced myself on your show. <laughs> I was like, yeah. TJ, make me a guest. Okay. Yeah. You were very kind about that. So thank you. Um, yeah, dude, I'm excited. I love what you're doing with the show. I'm glad you're podcasting. You having yep. fun? Oh, yeah, really. You're doing a great job, and you're getting good numbers. Like, you got good listeners and all that stuff. So, dude, keep up the great work. You have. You should be very proud of everything you've done. Um so far, but I'm 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 glad I'm glad I get to be. Uh, cause I'm your first guest, right? Oh, Am I yeah. your first guest? Yeah, I said I guess the first 15 episodes I get a guest. <laughs> so I guess for number 30, I might have to find another guest. <laughs> yeah, you might have to. <laughs> not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. But dude, thanks for having me on the show. Um, yeah, I have like uh, uh, you know, I have a little. I mean, not as big of a background in martial arts as you do. Yeah. I did it when I was a kid. Um, for those who don't know, my great uncle, if you know me on a personal level, I, I brag about this all the time because it's just, it's really cool. Uh, my great uncle is, uh, his name is Pat Johnson and Ooh, he's yeah. one of the, uh, he's a very famous martial artist. All right. He's been in Hollywood for a long time dating back to, uh, I think enter the dragon. He, he was tight with Bruce Lee. I, th- yeah. I think enter the dragon might've been his first role. Um, uh, it's, well, it's the dough roper, or we got to break something. I think that was his famous oh, line. That's his line for yeah, the movie. It was. <laughs> it's the dough roper. Uh, and he's been in Hollywood for a long time. He's done like movie hits, like uh, he's done the Mortal Kombat movie. He's done, he did all the TMNT movies from the early, the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, I remember that. He was the ref in The Karate Kid. Uh, let's see, what else did he do? He did Batman and Robin, but I don't like to talk about that one so much. Uh, <laughs> but he's 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 had a, he's he's been in a lot of stuff, and he's world re- he's he's pretty world renowned. He has a lot of respect, and it's always cool uh, to see set photos of him. So I do have that kind of background. I did do I did go to Pressies when I was a little kid. Yeah, that's where I go. Yeah, um, for a little bit, but um, but no, TJ's definitely the expert. But I was like, man, I want to get on the show and. Like I love podcast. I have like a million podcasts. I'm not gonna name them all for you guys to to bog this episode down. But I was like, man, I've always wanted to talk about John Claude Van Damme. Yeah, always wanted to. So I'm happy to get the opportunity to do so. Um, it should be fun. Like John Claude Van Damme. When what was your first like impression? When did you remember first seeing like John Claude Van Damme? Well, I gotta say, the first movie that I ever seen was Bloodsport. That was like that was the movie that I really got into Van Damme. Blood sports, oh, it's one of it's one of the best. It's one of the best. That was honestly, it wasn't my first impression of him. It wasn't my first time seeing him. Um, but I got into that movie way later in life than a lot of people did. I didn't see that movie until like, and shame on me. Yeah. Uh, let's see, like the sit down full full watching the movie probably like. 2010, 2011. Yeah. It took me a long time. Uh, it took me a very long time. I'm almost half embarrassed by that. But uh, I came around, and it, it's a, it's it's really it's really a great one. Um, and I guess we can just go right down into break. I mean, talking about that movie. Uh, yeah. it, I loved the. I love tournaments. Yeah. Do you do you compete in a lot of like karate tournament martial arts tournaments? Have you competed in any? Well, not for a while. I mean, I know I go to Vegas a lot for the convention. You know, I go into um, fighting their competition. Right, right. Yeah, I don't win, but, you know, it's just it's experience. Just participating. I, I Tournaments are a really cool thing. I, I went through tournaments in high school wrestling. Yeah. Um, I did one martial arts tournament at Prestes. 
uh, and I got ripped off. Oh, and I got ripped off. I know. I know. Is I punched the kid. I, I punched him. I should have won the match, but they didn't give it to me. It's it's fine. It happened yeah. like 20 years ago. I'm I'm totally over it. Yeah, uh, definitely. <laughs> I don't worry about winning. Anyways. No, yeah. no. It's about fun. It's about having fun, especially at the age I was at too. Um, but yeah, blood sport was incredible. To me, there's like I mean, there's a lot of things that represent 80s culture, mm-hmm. but blood sport is like pinnacle for for me. Pinnacle, top dog, like just great, great movie between all the music and yeah. the, the cheesy dialogue, right? The cheesy yeah. dialogue. Speaking of music, I actually got one like music. Like um, they were starting a tournament, and I, I got the like the score of that. I usually listen to that when I work out because that. It's gets a good my, song. Yeah. I got to download it actually direct to my phone because I try to listen to it on YouTube all the time. Yeah. Um, uh, but the, yeah, that song, the the. the the lead, the Bloodsport song theme song is is awesome. Kumite, Kumite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah, it's a long song too. Good one. And then even some of the um, some of like the just the basic like original like just background music that they have yeah. is is fighting music is really really cool. But I like the concept of it because wasn't this? I think Bloodsport was wasn't originally supposed to be like I think it's supposed to be based on like a true story. Yeah, um, uh, Frank Deuce. I mean, there's not there's things questionable about that, saying that it, it didn't really happen. But you know, I guess if it was did really happen, it, that, that probably be the way that would happen. Now, you go over to like China. China or, probably that's probably the only place you're gonna get away with it. Well, I yeah. mean, they have underground like fighting and stuff here in America, but yeah. China's probably gonna be the place where something like that happens. Yeah, they don't care. No, they don't. <laughs> they do not give two cares. Uh, but yeah, the, the just the overall concept, and if it was a real thing, if it was a, you know if it was a real thing, it, it may or may not have been. But regardless, the concept is really cool, uh, and and some of the fighters are really awesome. Oh, the great thing about this, I got to meet Don Gibbs. Oh, the, you did? Uh, yeah, Ray Ga- Ray Jackson. I actually met him in a comic con. Which which comic con did you meet him at? It was like the Niagara Falls comic con across from Canada. On Canada, okay. Yeah. And what, you know the famous line, "Okay, USA." <laughs> That's, he I, did it for you? No, I did it. Oh, you did it for him. Okay. <laughs> I'm so jealous. Ray Jackson's awesome. Yeah. He's so awesome. Oh, man. That was like one of his more – I mean, I, I, didn't, I don't recall seeing him in too many roles, but he just like – he was like that prototypical like American like just bar fighter, street like street yeah. fighting type character. But uh, this actually – this movie goes a lot further um, than just being a movie for me. Uh, you're wearing a Mortal Kombat shirt. Yeah. I think, well, the Mortal Kombat game, it drew a lot of influence from Bloodsport. The whole concept of a tournament. They actually, um, the Mortal Kombat game, they originally, I think they wanted to call it Kumite. Yeah, then. That was the original plan. Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme was supposed to be the lead guy. Yeah, definitely. And then it became Johnny Cage, which is pretty cool. But it was all based off of Jean-Claude Van Damme in Bloodsport. Yeah. Which is... uh. Which is pretty crazy. Did you have like a favorite fight scene in that movie? I'm trying to think. Oh, when um, Van Damme was facing that sumo wrestler, or yeah, that big guy, and he does that split punch. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> See Johnny Cage. Yeah. All right. It, it, I mean that that just it, it excites me. Uh, the last the last fight he had was was pretty cool. The last fight was pretty cool, but it was yeah. what I loved about it most is that I think. There's actually like a website with like the full bracket on it apparently, yeah. but there was like they had like forty plus, well roughly forty, probably a little bit, uh, actual like martial artists, and you got to see like these different styles. Yeah, too. Yeah, and I, I pretty much can like print them out. You had like of course, um, of course Wing Wing Chun, or and then of course you had the monkey style. Yep. Yeah, that, that I like that guy too. <laughs> I was. I used to try to imitate that guy. Really, I get my hands and he tried to do that. How could you not? How could you not? Yeah. <laughs> I I loved it. Let me see if I can find the bracket on my computer. Let me, because there was, a, I mean, the names of these guys were cool, um, and they were all people that, uh, you know, Van Dam actually grew a close relationship with. Because I think uh, who's the guy he faced in the semifinals? I think was the bad guy in in another movie. Uh, Kickbox. He was the bad guy in Kickboxer. Oh wait a minute! I think that, I think um, Chung Lee was the one that faced him, and he um, broke his leg. Um, Chung Po. Oh, yeah, Chung Po. Tong, yeah, po I Tong remember po. the yep. guy. Okay. All right. Let me look. At, let me look at some of these 
All right, so they don't have all the names, but uh, let's see. Ray Jackson, Leotard Guy, Swan Par- uh, Paradise, Sen Ling, Chong Lee, who was the big bad villain. It was awesome. Uh, very, very, like, very good portrayal. Uh, Budiman Prang, Chuan I- I'm terrible with pronunciations, by the way. Uh, Chuan Ip Mung, Tattooed Guy, Frank Dukes, uh, Sadiq Hussain, uh, Pumola, Ricardo Mora, Kung Fu Guy, Kickboxer Guy. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Ricardo Mora, uh, Paco. Paco was really cool. I liked uh, Paco's fighting style because he had like the kickboxer kind of like Mui. Was it? I don't know if it's so much Mui Thai. I'm not. I'm not super familiar with different fighting styles, but uh, he. I liked his stance. He liked. It. I liked his stance. He. He did this. He did this yeah, thing. So that be Mui Thai. Is that Mui? Okay, that's what I figured. Yeah, because usually with kickboxing you can't use elbows or knees. So right. Usually, yeah, he yeah. kept him in. He kept his fists out in front of him. It was actually really really cool. Uh, Steve Daw, Toon Wing Sum, and and another kung fu guy. Uh, but yeah, they they legit have a bracket for it. It's the night. It's it's. Supposedly takes place 1975 Kumite World Tournament bracket. Man, I gotta take a look at this. It's uh, <laughs> here. Let me send it to you yeah, via Facebook right now. I hope. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I hope it sends. This, yeah, I I love it. I, I like I said, being a tournament guy, I love the idea of a tournament. They did a whole pretty good movie, uh, and like the the thing that bothers me a lot of movies today is there's like so much extra stuff. Yeah. This was mostly action there were some other layers to it you know there was the cops chasing frank dukes there was the love interest but most of the movie was all fighting and in martial arts and oh man love that absolutely love that uh anything else you want to say i mean about blood sport let's see what i'm thinking of like another scene like that's oh yeah definitely the end scene um i want to analyze that one of course, you know when Chung Lee um, throws the um, powder in his eyes, and yeah, and you know if you notice from the beginning of um, the movie, he was training with his um, Shadoshi, he calls him, and he was like, you see him, he was doing, he was blindfolded and um, was like pouring the tea, and then of course as the he was um the sensei was um drinking his tea, he almost tried to chop him and he caught it. So basically, he took what he learned. He was from being him. prepared for it, yes, exactly the whole time. Which is really, it's really cool how that, that's good storytelling. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's how good storytelling is supposed to be. Everything kind of came full circle uh, in that regard. I'm trying to think of some other ones. I liked, uh, I liked the arcade scene in the hotel lobby. Oh, yeah, that was. (laughs) When, uh, when, when Dukes was given Jackson the, Jackson the business in it. (laughs) And, uh, oh, it was so funny. It was so funny. (laughs) He became like this this very lovable side character too. Very lovable side character. In yeah. it. I think it was in like the sequels of Bloodsport. Um, Don, Donald Gibbs. I mean, I know which one, but uh, yeah, I think it's right. They did do they did do a couple sequels. They never got like mainstream. I, I well, let me double check. Let me double check. Because if they did, I did not know about it. But usually, with a lot of those, um. They just like straight to DVD or VHS. Oh yeah, Bloodsport Two: The Next Kumite. Um, I forgot. It doesn't have Jean Claude Van Damme though. Yeah. But it's uh, uh, let's see, Daniel Bernhardt. He's a Swiss actor. Um, yeah, I don't think there's any characters. Oh, Pat Morita. That name sounds familiar. Oh, he was uh, that's Mister. Mr. Miyagi, Pat oh, Mr. Miyagi, oh, yeah. he was in that. Uh, yes, Donald Gibb was in this one. Okay, um, some different characters, some different characters in it. But uh, ah, I never seen it. I have to check it out. That's pretty cool. Uh, it had a limited release before going direct to video. I had no idea that was a thing. Yeah, um, I gotta yeah. watch that too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm, I'm gonna have to dig it up on. Uh, it's got to be somewhere. It's got to be somewhere. Well, I'm thinking either Tubi or like Tubi. Um app or probably YouTube. YouTube might have it for free. Like, uh, cause they usually have a lot of, they have some movies for free. And, yeah, and of course, stuff. Bloodsport was on there for free. Yeah. It was. It was. Uh, when I got Netflix, I ended up getting it, but I actually bought it on DVD. And I have watched that movie so much. Bloodsport is, it's amazing to me. Yeah, another interesting scene. Um, we got the, we broke um, Chun-Li's record. That, oh, the but, fastest knockout. Yeah. <laughs> 
I always get to imitate that. <laughs> was like, that the first match too? Yeah, it was the first match when that guy faked like he fainted and he ended up beating him up anyways. Uh, I think that was a, yeah, I think that was the first one, the first matchup. Uh, he lost some gold. Yeah, just a bit, <laughs> just a bit. Yeah, the guy, the little, the cleaner guy was picking his teeth <laughs> off the ground. So good, so so good. Uh, let's see, what do we got next? Well, Bloodsport came out in '88, so before that, uh, Jean Claude Van Damme movies he was in: Woman in Twilight Garden, Breaking. Missing in action, Monaco forever, no retreat, no surrender. Oh, yeah, that was when he was. Um, I think he was a um, a antagonist in that. I mean, he goes into like um a um karate studio and um oh, beats yeah. up beats up the um karate owner and then um he breaks his leg, and of course the um his son tried to avenge his um father by being trained by Bruce Lee, or should I say, imagine himself being trained by Bruce Lee. Oh, uh, okay. Trains of Bruce Lee's ghost so he can defend himself yeah. against other thugs. Okay. I've never seen this one. I'm shamed. But the cover is really cool. Yeah, it's Jean-Claude Van Damme. He's on the, the commie side. And then uh, Jason is Kurt McKinney. That's the actor's name. Hmm. Is on that. So i got to see that one. Uh, but you have seen it before? Yeah, I think I've seen it a couple times, yeah. What do you think of it overall? Pretty good? Yeah, pretty much. Um, he got um to get that train with Bruce Lee. I mean, it would would be nice if I actually got visited by Bruce Lee's ghost. <laughs> yeah, you'd be pretty good at karate if that would happen. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt about it. All right. Uh, so after Bloodsport, Black Eagle. Seen that one? No. Uh, he was in, he was in some big name movies, but he was also in a bunch of movies I never heard of. Uh, Cyborg, nineteen eighty nine. Think I've seen that a little bit, and I'm. Yeah. I think that he was a star on this one. A martial artist hunts a killer in a plague-infested urban dump of the future. That looks kind of cool, actually. I think I've seen like a scene like um, I think the woman was like um, running naked in the um, the beach. <laughs> you know, the, I think I've seen that. It might this cut this uh, poster is actually pretty cool. <laughs> if you could see it from here, <laughs> it's pre- it's pretty cool. I love it. The, the, that's so 80s. The Van Damme, like the, the martial artist guy, like shirtless with some ridiculous, crazy weapon. It's so 80s. So 80s. Yeah. Uh, next next one on his career is one another one that's fondly, I remember fondly, first kickboxer. Yeah, that one. That's a, I watched that a lot, too. Did you? I Oh, I fell in love with this movie. I first seen it in, like, the 90s, and it was the end when they're fighting, when he uh, was it? They put the glass on the on the tape or whatever. Oh, the ancient way. Yes, yeah. and they're fighting in that, and I was like, "Whoa, this is crazy!" Uh, and then when I first got Netflix, it was there, and it was awesome. Yeah, make crowd happy. <laughs> that Tonko beat you all the rounds. You must last three in, or brother died very slowly. <laughs> You understand? <laughs> I just laughed at that guy. That, I think that guy's voice was dubbed. It, oh, it has to be. Yeah. It has to be. Uh, Kickboxer was crazy good. Kickboxer was crazy good. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. Because, again, blood sport. That's the number one. And then you yeah. see Kickboxer, and it was like... because There wasn't much fighting in it. Yeah. There, there was fighting, but it wasn't as prominent as blood sport. Uh, I did like the training sequences for it. They were pretty cool. The one, this is the one where he's kicking the bamboo tree, I think. Oh, yeah. And his leg gets all screwed up. and But there's some good training scenes in it. And also has the best dance moves ever. <laughs> he got himself drunk in that. <laughs> or, oh, I love that scene so much. Yeah. <laughs> I love it so much. What did you think of Kickbox when you first seen it? Uh, yeah, um, of course, I was check, kind of checking it out. And, um, of course, uh, my wheels, I was waiting for Van Damme to do something. But, of course, he didn't do anything until, um, his, of course, his brother got hurt in the ring. Yeah. And I was like, usually when Van Damme usually events somebody, usually events somebody if somebody gets killed. But usually it's um, his brother that gets um, paralyzed. And he gets just, wrecked real bad. Yeah. Real bad. I didn't expect that opening. Because, yeah, he starts off as, like, the untrained guy. He's yeah. the little brother. He's mm-hmm. carrying the bags. He's helping out his big brother to you know fight Muay Thai, and uh, and he's like a, not like a trainer, but like a coach. Man, I was I wasn't hoping to get him, uh, him getting kicked out of the ring by um Tung Po easily. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was there were some intense scenes in it, very very intense scenes. Uh, let's see, Michael Kissy played Tong Po, and I think. 
Let's see. He was Parades. Yeah, Bloodsport. He was Parades and Bloodsport. Yeah, he got his leg broken by... Kung, Kung, That's what it was. Okay. All right. Now I now I remember fully. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. He was in um, Lionheart, too. Was he? Yeah. He so was, they must have been friends. They must have been friends. Yeah. <laughs> they must have been good friends. Uh, yeah, this is, a, I mean, a pretty cool cast. It's... it's what is this? It came out in 89. So this is like... Uh, you know, the 80s are coming to an end, but still, there's that, it's got that 80s feel and vibe to it. Yeah. Like, ultimately. Uh, let's see the cast here. Dennis Alexio played uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme's brother, Eric Sloan. There was Dennis Chan, who played John Chow. Oh, Zan Chow. Zan yeah. Chow, excuse yeah. me, Zan Chow. Uh, let's see, a couple other ones. Not a bad one though. Not a bad, not a bad movie at all. I think it's one of the more iconic ones. I know they made a ton of kickboxer movies after this. Yeah, and then it was um, it started that um, one guy from um, Step by Step, um, Cody. Yeah, that was oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Play Cody. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, I tried to watch the other one. It just wasn't the same without John Claude Van Damme. Yeah. But they did that with a lot of martial arts movies. Like they they get the superstar to make the first one, and then they just do a bunch of. Eh. <laughs> yeah, that kind of bothered me with the Ninja Turtle movies, like the ape, the original April. I love there. Yeah, yeah. April, uh, Mortal Kombat, nineteen ninety five one was great. Yeah. Annihilation. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't overly fond of it. I wasn't overly fond of it. Uh, I mean, it's nice they put the characters in there, but really, just the whole storylines, like what. What, All what over the, the place. It's like Robin Shu. Why did you do that movie? <laughs> he was such a good actor too. Yeah. He did. A, he was Luke Kang. He was. He played Luke Kang perfectly. Yeah. Um. All right. So next one, little legit comes out next year. So at so Jean Claude Van Damme is is playing like. He's playing. He's got a lot. This you can tell. He's very bit busy right now, making tons and tons of movies. And Lionheart comes out. That's the next movie on his IMDb. Yep. Uh, start underground street fights, which is a cool concept. It's it's almost like Bloodsport, yeah. right? In a way. Uh, but it was cool because right, it was this thing where rich people would pay to watch these guys fight. That was yeah. the overall theme of it. Like they were circus animals. <laughs> you got a favorite moment in Lionheart? I mean, there's a lot of, like, at least the ending that was. The ending was cool because, right, didn't his, like, manager bet against him? Yeah. I think that was a thing. Yeah. Who was the last fight against? Um, I forgot who the the main villain was, but, uh, yeah, he, was, he wasn't supposed to win. He beats him, and his manager betted against him and this and that. It was really, it was really messed up. Give yeah. up. Give up. Uh, but this is cool. This is cool because, I mean, I've heard the name Lionheart before. You know, you and me are both pro wrestling guys. Yeah. Chris Jericho used to be known as the Lionheart. And I was like, okay. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of WCW lately, like classic 1996. That's, that's all he was known as. Yeah. That's all Chris Jericho was known as. So I knew the name Lionheart. Uh, and to kind of see this, watch this movie, it wasn't – it was pretty good. It was pretty good. It was no blood sport. It wasn't, it wasn't kickboxer. So basically, the whole concept with Dad was um, he's trying to um, help his um, his um, family out, or yeah, his um, sister-in-law and niece out, because um, his um, brother kind of messed up and got himself in the wrong situation. Right, right. Yeah, he's an ex-French soldier. He started participating in underground street fights in order to make money for his brother's family, which is uh, pretty admirable. Pretty admirable, if you ask me. Um, so that's kickboxer. Let's see. Let's see if you've seen some of these other movies. Death Warrant. Definitely. Oh yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, he's like goes into jail and um, I think he like he's undercover or something. Definitely. Let's see. Violent corrupt prison. Decorated cop Louis Burke must infiltrate the jail to find answers to the number yeah. uh, to a number of inside murders. What he finds is struggle life. I'm curious. I I don't know if I've ever seen that. Like I've seen a lot of these like bits and clips, but I've never like outright went to go try and find this. So I think I need to go have a John Claude Van Damme movie day. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I got like a Ford um, movie DVD somewhere. Yeah. Oh, do they have that on there? Yeah, they have it on. Oh, there. no kidding. Okay, I know Walmart likes to do those. I'll have to check them out. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What do we got next? Double Impact. Oh yeah, where he plays that um, that double role. Like he has two it, sides. Oh of yeah, he does the twin brother stick. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. What do you think of that one? Oh yeah, I watched that a lot too. Yeah. 
good uh, the good martial arts scenes in there? Is it pretty good? Well, pretty much toward the, toward the end of the movie, mostly. Uh, there's a beginning scene where um, Van Damme and um, his um, guardian and Frank was um, running a cryo studio. <laughs> I mean, there was like, um, of course, he was working with the women. Right, that, right. That trying to be like all, like, like I don't know how to say like he's a. Uh, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Trying to be all sexy and all that stuff. <laughs> and then of course he takes over another um takes over a class and then I guess um I guess the guy was trying to be um like you know how those students are, they like they try to think they're better than everybody else and then, Yeah, oh I know that. And they get proven they get proven wrong. Every time. I always love to see it. Yeah. Always love to see it. Uh let's see what next we got here. Universal Soldier. Oh yeah, that's a classic. Him and um Dolph um Dolph Lund- Ooh, that's a good combination. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. No. Did Dolph- I see this? I, I think I've seen this. I remember bits and pieces, but I'd have to really sit down and take it in. Yeah, no, it's like they were like soldiers from years ago, and they got reanimated to be like a super soldier. And I guess the interesting about that is like they got to keep themselves like cold or something. Interesting. I guess if they uh, if they keep this up cold, they, they can heal. And I guess if they get like in the like a hot temperature, they I guess they. Oh, it just messes them up. Yeah, I'm curious. That's that sounds like a good good one. It's a classic, and I'm pretty sure I've seen it before, but I don't remember it completely, which is almost shameful. But um, it's kind of cool because Dolph Lundgren was doing a lot of martial arts movies at these times oh, too. Yeah, I think I've seen like a Instagram of me. I think he got his fourth degree black belt and something like another style. Oh, really? Yeah, sort of. He's still going strong, but he he got big because of martial arts. Yeah, he found his way. Was it uh, was it Big Trouble in Little China? I think he was in. Oh, I think it's Showdown in um China. Oh, Showdown. Okay, I think Showdown. that's that's what it was. Uh, let me just. Yeah, he was in there with um the late um, I think Brandon Lee. Yeah, yes. Son. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. There's still so many that I, I have to see. Uh, Hard Target. Hard. I don't think I've Not seen familiar. that. Not familiar. The Smithery. Oh, it's a video short. Time Cop. Time Cop. I kind of remember Time Cop. It was it was all right. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of cool. But I love I love these covers that he's in because it's always like this very intense Jean Claude Van Damme face. Yeah. <laughs> Always intense. I used to think because him and uh, Rob Van Dam, the wrestler, look alike. I used yeah. to think they were. I didn't know if they were related or not. Hmm. They, they, but they looked just. They looked actually pretty like. Let's see. Yeah, maybe I should have asked him when I met him. <laughs> oh, you did meet him. Uh, uh, Rob Van Dam. Oh, you met Rob, Rob Van Dam. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna say if you met if you met John Claude Van Dam, I'm gonna. That'd be, be that'd be on my bucket list. I mean, if I does, end up running into. Does him. he do convent? Does he go to that thing in Vegas ever? Does he Does he really have a hand in that at all? I don't know. Likely, you're going to see famous people in Vegas. Like, luckily, I get to run into Benny the Jet, Akitas, and um, of course, um, Richard Norton. Right. It was in a lot of them Jackie Chan movies. <sighs> yeah. Have you ever met Jackie Chan? Huh? Have you ever met Jackie Chan? Oh, that's going to be a bucket list too. <laughs> it's going. I'll, I'll ask you your bucket list at the end of this. I'm, I'm curious. I mean, of course, you want to meet all these legends, but I, I, I'm going to ask you your bucket list meet him yeah. list. Um, yeah, I'm not too familiar with a lot of his movies in the '90s because he, he just. He, he's still Jean Claude Van Damme, but um, he's not like at that. He, he wasn't where he was in the '80s. He's doing a lot yeah. of like lower end movies. Uh, but this is a movie I'm sure you know very much about, Street Fighter. Yeah, I, I had that Jedi sense. Yeah, <laughs> you that was common. Yeah. All right, so you play the game a bunch. Yep. You've played the game a ton. It's one of your one of your favorite games of all time. Yep. I would say, right? Yep. Uh, so seeing the live action version. What do you? What's your thoughts on it in retrospect? That a lot of things in that movie was very questionable. I mean, really, just like they switched a couple of things. Like it wasn't a good storyline. I mean, I was waiting for something to come out of somebody's hands, but well, for, at least for you, it was just a flash. <laughs> right. But everything else was like, um, like they could have had like a better storyline. Yeah, it sucks when they flub movies like that. It it really it's unfortunate because. You know, you and I are video game guys. We like to see our video game, our favorite video game characters come to life, whether it be TV shows, yeah. cartoons, uh, and especially movies. I would like to see them make another Street Fighter movie. Well, of course, with the the next Street Fighter movie, the the second one with Chun Li, like that's was questionable too. Oh, uh, did they make a? Oh, that's right, they didn't make a Chun Li movie. Didn't she like kill a bunch? She killed like a bunch of people. It was pretty crazy. I heard. Somebody told me about it. I never seen it. 
Yeah, I know Robin Shu was in that movie too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this was weird because he was Guile, and Guile's like Guile's a pretty popular character, but he's yeah. not like in Street Fighter. He's definitely not the main character. Mm-mm. He's which is very, it's very strange. But there were some funny moments in there. Um, just funny, just weird mo- moments. I really liked uh, uh, the guy who played M Bison, Raul uh, Raul Ulia Julia. Uh, yeah, Raul. Um, Raul. I can't, I'm terrible at pronunciations, yeah, no. but you know what I mean. Yeah, um, he played Gomez and Adam's family. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So he like fantastic actor, and I actually didn't hate him as M Bison, even though what like he did the best that he could. He did the best that he could. Yeah, I just like his um, famous um, quote: "Game over." <laughs> uh, and then the one about the village. Uh, what was it? For you, you like something about killing your family on this certain day, and for me, it was just another Tuesday. I think it was one of the, the lines. That, it's not verbatim, but it was a pretty good. Uh, it was a pretty cool thing. But I mean, Van Damme's been busy. Van Damme's been busy. But I think we covered really the main the main films. Like, is there any other ones that you really liked to his? Like after that time period? Yeah, I know there was the Quest, which I said that was like um, yeah, that was similar to um Van like Bloodsport and um also Lionheart. I mean, I know that. That's yeah, tell the, retell the story of Quest. Retell the story of Quest. Okay, so the, with the Quest, all right, this is going back probably in the 19th. Oh, well, first it started, the scene started, he goes into like a bar and gets coffee. And then, of course, some guys were ready to rob the, rob the guy. And then, um, of course, he sits there and says, I think you better leave now. <laughs> and a guy, one of the guys decided he wanted to mess with Van Damme and gets beat up. Every the next, time. They yeah, do it every time. Next guy comes over and then gets beat up again. And then, of course, the third guy with a knife, all Van Damme is, he just twi- turns his head over and then the guy runs. And then, of course, he tells a story like how he learned um, how to defend himself. And he tells him, like, how he would, um, it was definitely a circus, um, or should I say a circus clown of the streets. And, right. And, of course, he escapes and um, goes on a boat and then he gets saved by, um, but what was that one guy that played James Bond? It wasn't um, what was it? Was it? That played James Bond? Yeah, it was one of the guys that Pierce played, Brosnan. Not him. It was like Connery. No, not, not Connery. It was, it was, I think it was Rogers or something. Mm, let me see. Let me find it. I can tell you exactly. I can look at the IMDb. I know his name was Dobbs in the um, in the movie. Roger Moore. Roger Moore. Roger Moore. Yeah, that's him. Oh yeah, okay. Oh yeah, he played the older James Bond, older, older. Yeah, very cool. Um. So yeah, so that sounds like a cool. I like the Sonic Quest. What uh, anything else? Anything else you liked? I just I just realized he was in Kung Fu Panda, which is pretty cool. Yeah, he did the voice. He's in the of... second one. Yeah. Yeah. Or in three. Yeah, he was in three. Mm. Kung Fu Panda. Good for him staying busy. Yeah. Good for him staying busy. Looking at, like, because you've watched, obviously, a lot of martial arts movies. It's a big, important part. Yeah. How important is, like, martial like Jean-Claude Van Damme to martial arts movies? How important is he to you? You know, is he on par with the Bruce Lees and the Chuck Norrises? Or is he, like, where, where does he stand, you know, for in the grand scheme of things for you? I guess he's, like, between Bruce Lee and... and um like mostly Chuck Norris, and mostly he's like to be fast as um, Bruce Lee, and then of course with Chuck Norris, he likes to have that muscle, right? Like, how often do you see like, um, well, you see Chuck Norris does like flying kicks very often, uh, yeah. And of course, um, with um, Walker Texas Ranger, he uh, he has to um, does his stunt. Well, he doesn't do do his own stunts because I know another guy that looks like Chuck Norris and does his the stunts for him. Okay, if you know it's in Walker Texas Ranger. Yeah, you see most of the stunts that he does. That I it's love not that his own. show so much. Yeah, still got the DVD set. Do you? And oh my god, I love that. I used to watch. It was on USA Network. Yeah. Like, and I used to love that show. Oh, so man, he good. got like an all-star cast in that. Like, a lot of good, I met majority of the guests in there. Of course, right. you got. Uh, of course, Hulk Hogan already met. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and, there's and G- you're on a first name, but you know Chuck Norris. Like he knows you. Like yeah. he knows you, you guys are on like a first name basis. Well, I'm used to call him Grandmaster Norris because yeah, that's how. But it, you walk up to him, he's like, "Hey, TJ, right?" Like he, he knows yeah. you. That's so cool. Or yeah, when we you have our like a awards dinner, usually we, we're in a straight line, and then we just kind of shake hands with the board members, and then of course there's Chuck Norris and, and his wife and his kids. 
it's two twin kids, and which is grown tall, Dakota and Danny Lee. Yeah, they've grown up so well. Oh, that's so cool. I mean, and his brother, too, Aaron Norris. I mean, I know, of course, you don't know him very much. Right, right. Yeah, he's a big producer. And, um, of course, he's been in the movies with um, Chuck Norris. He's been in some movies with Chuck. Yeah. All right, so maybe we'll, let's switch gears a little bit because I, I almost want to interview you now. Yeah, I almost want to interview you. <laughs> we might as well because we did get through Jean Claude Van Damme. We did everything I wanted to with with uh, JCVD. Um, so how did you get to that point? So yeah, so we'll switch gears. So how did you get to that point where like you you get to meet Chuck Norris? Like what was what was like the first step in you getting to see him regularly? Is it like some kind of like club or something that you guys are a part of? Oh, okay. Well, of course, for those that just joined the show with us, um, KickPod. All right, so we're part of an organization. It's called UFAF, United Fighting Arts Federation, and uh, we train in uh, the Chuck Norris system. And of course, beforehand, it was called Chunk Cut Dough. I guess he didn't use his name for the style. And of course, every year there's a convention called the ITC, International Training Conference. We go there. Well, if we can afford it. I mean, it's roughly expensive going it's to It's pretty expensive. Them. Okay, yeah, so it's not like this automatic thing where you guys just go and you got to yeah. pay to go? Okay. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about hotel costs, food, um, of convention itself, plane fare. <laughs> but it's worth it, though, because yeah. you've gone you go every year, right? Or well, you've gone almost every year? Well, I've gone 10 times. This year would have been 11, but with the COVID-19 pandemic going on. Now, right, right. I'm, That's pretty good. So you've met him 10 times. Well, not ten. Well, not ten times, but you've been to that ten times. How many times have you met him in person, Chuck? Mm, well, probably that's the only time I meet him. Like, if I, so of course, I see him at the awards dinner. Of course, if you're, you're um, allowed to take a, well, you got paid for to take a picture with him. So far, I've had three pictures. Like the first one, of course, I had, the first two ones I had to pay for, and then the, of course the third one I got, I went in a raffle. Oh really? Yeah, it's like this oh, like that's like the best raffle prize ever. Yeah, I always I always tried to win those <laughs> raffles and then it was that one year then I got the number and I was like I shot a show out like, yes. That's so cool. Yeah. Cause like he's a big inspiration to you. Right? Yeah. You know, they say a lot of times don't meet your heroes, but like I mean you you grown up martial arts has been an important part of your life. He's you know, to be able to meet him and, and be like that, what's that feel like? Does he is it like a special feeling when you get to go up and say hi to him? Pretty yeah, special feeling? It's, yeah, he's kind of approachable. I don't want to see him as like the famous Chuck Norris. I want to see him as the like the person, the person. human. You know, yeah, you got all these famous people that give up their life to be like a normal person and uh, and yet all their life they've been treated like uh yeah, they're the, that big person, but you know, I like to see I like to talk to people like they're like normal people. That's why when I go to Comic-Cons, I don't get too crazy with um like you know how people get crazy fanboys go loser yeah yeah you know you know you got to give them their space and everything that's what the thing about Chuck Norris uh or Grandmaster Norris you know, I like to give him the space I don't like and I know he says he's approachable but you know you I want him to be comfortable and have his time you know he has his wife and kids right and you, know, you don't want to hound him the whole time yeah all right so so I won't t- I won't ask too many more questions. Yeah. Not that it's a bad thing. Uh, so which famous martial artists have you met personally, aside from Chuck Norris? Have there been any others that you've met? Let's see. Of course, um, you know, mostly the Power Rangers. You've like, met all those? Well, you got the Jason David Franks. Uh, yeah. And um, you Who got, got into a little spat with Jean-Claude Van Damme a yeah, couple years it, ago. I heard about I that. I've seen yeah. the video. I was like, oh, man, Jean-Claude Van Damme and the Green Power Ranger going at it. Uh, pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, but you have met all just about all the Power Rangers, right? All the originals, except yeah. Trini, of course. Yeah. Okay. That's so cool. Very, very jealous. Very, very jealous. Yeah. What about any others? Any other martial artists? Of course, yeah, I mentioned Richard Norton. Yep. Who's the, yeah, if you've seen Jackie Chan movies, uh, Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah, he was the uh, antagonist. And he used in another episodes in um, Walker, Texas Ranger. And I think he was in another movie. Uh, it was one of the... Um, a remake of Mad Max or somebody. Let me let me see Richard Norton. Let me double check. Yeah, he's pretty much really genuine with um, the martial arts. He's pretty much talking. He deep. looks familiar. Yeah. yeah, he was in the Octagon with Chuck Norris. Yeah. Um, Abba the movie. Let's see. Are these in order? They are in order. Ironheart. Uh, yep, Mr. Nice. Well, Mr. Nice guy. That's, yep, Don't that's, speed in my house. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, a lot of, like, he's had a very, very good, uh, like, martial arts, like, movie, like, filmography. There's a lot. He always a fight choreographer for uh, Suicide Squad, last Suicide Squad movie. Oh, yeah, that's a... And Mad Max Fury Road, The Prime Imperator. So, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. R- Roadhouse, Dream Warriors. Yeah. A lot of good movies, a lot of good movies. But that's been pretty much it, though, as far as martial arts, guys. Yeah, now, of course, that's him and Betty, Betty the Jet Akitas. I took a seminar from him last year. Okay. I mean, he's a real unique um, style of fighting. Of course, you don't know who he is, but he was in Jackie Chan movies. Right. I know he was in Meals on Wheels. and Oh, he was in, also in Street Fighter. He was one of the, um, if you watch the beginning of the movie, yeah, um, him, when Ryu and um, Ken were in, like, having their little meeting with Sagat, you'll see him in, like, in the background. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I got to ask you this. Um, well, being um, a relative to Pat Johnson, <laughs> I mean, I know my um, – my uh, mass grandmaster, my grandmaster instructor speaks highly of him. Right. Yeah. Let's just say he's not the type of person that plays around. No, I've heard he's very intense. He's a very intense old man. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I know. Really. I mean, if if he was my instructor, I mean, the last thing I would do is play around. That's the thing about martial arts. You know, you're in that class and you're you're ready to you work. You take it very very seriously. It's just like any other. It's just like any other sport. People don't give it enough credit. People don't give martial arts a whole lot, enough credit, and it's kind of it's pretty shameful to be honest with you. Um, yeah. I'm sure you've you've gone through a lot of intense training. I've seen some of the stuff you can do, TJ, and yeah. it's amazing. You know, with your 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 bow staff training, you know, you get your little uh, uh, what do they call it? Uh, I can't think of the phrase. Uh, nunchucks or. Well, no, you do you do uh, you do like like a sequence of moves with your with your bow staff. I forgot what the phrasing is called. Um, Moving on, uh, but you you know you can do a lot of cool stuff that a lot of people can't do, and it's actually been, I think it's definitely benefited you in pro wrestling because you you brought that to yeah. the table with uh, you know while you do that. Um, but yeah, like growing up, like I've only met him a handful of times. I've only met him a handful of times. Uh, he came up the last time I seen him was my senior year of high school after my senior year of high school, so two thousand summer two thousand nine. And he came up, and he was very—he was very just talking to everybody. He's chatting and stuff, but it's just yeah. like, it, it, it's cool because I want to be like him. I don't know I'll never be like the martial arts guy, but I want to yeah. like live a life like he's had, where he's around like important celebrities and he's close with, you know, just important people. I want to live—I want to live like him. Um, yeah. yeah. I've, how is he in general? Like you haven't heard from him for a while. Uh, I try to reach out to him. He's, uh, I think, health wise, he's not doing the best. Oh, yeah. I think he's like he's well into his eighties. I think, uh, yeah, some onset of dementia possibly. Because um, I did try to reach out. I did an episode on him for one of my other podcasts, Retro Pop. I think back in like February, March, sometime. I did an yeah. episode on him, and I was, I was, I was reaching out. I was like, oh, it would be so cool if I could just even. Not only just have him on the episode, but even if I could just like have him call in and, and just, just talk and hear him out a little bit, I thought it would have been the coolest thing. Yeah. Um, but last time I seen him, very friendly. He was very excited. He was like following along. My parents have it somewhere, and I, I'm really mad that they lost it. I'm, I've been trying to find it for probably 20, 20 years now. Okay, When I was born, he sent me an autographed picture when I was just a little wee baby, just to hold on to, an autographed picture of him with the Ninja Turtles because he's a stunt coordinator. Yeah. With, I think, I don't know if their masks were on or off, but I really like need to find this thing and hang it up in the studio. I really need to find that yeah. thing. But it was so cool because, like, I mean, here, he's my dad's direct uncle. He's my great uncle. Hardly, and, you know, the, th- the fact that he thought enough about my dad and, and about me as a little baby to send that coolest thing. Yeah, and speaking of Ninja Turtles, I know their song, um, Judith Hogue. I mean, I really follow her a lot. I know she's like going to do like a, I think a Zoom um, meeting with um, Ernie Reels Jr. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I know he was one of the stunt people um, from um, Ninja Turtles, other than um, playing Kino. <laughs> yeah, that's probably another person I like to meet. Um, yeah, Ernie Reel okay. Jr. All right. Well, here, my last question for you Five martial arts. Movie actors, martial artists, movie actors. It can only be five. So you got to think real hard about this that you would want to meet and and meet or even take a karate lesson. Here, 
Let's do this. Okay. Let's do a karate lesson. Yeah, definitely. Let's do a karate meeting. That's a little bit more easier. If you can get a karate lesson from five, any five martial arts movie actors, who would you choose? All right. So probably number one. Of course, I can't say Chuck Norris because I already took a seminar from him. Yeah. So I say like Michael J. White. Yeah, that's Michael Jai, Jai, Michael Jai. Yeah, that's yeah, a Michael good one. He he was the dude from Spawn. He was in Spawn, right? Yeah, Spawn. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. All right, that's one. Of course, another one would be Jet Li. Yes, naturally, so so good, so good. I loved him in. Uh, he's right. He was. He did a few. I know. I see. He was in Expendables, um, yeah. but I, he did. IP man was he IP man? Did he was in the was he in those? No, he was in a lot. Of, he was like a lot of movies. I know he was like. Uh. Uh, yeah, of course, Lethal Weapon 4, uh, Romeo Must Die, um, Cradle to the Grave. What else? Another? Let's see. No, he was another movie that he was um, he was playing the no, agent. Okay. It wasn't IP, man. My, my apologies on that one. That's Yeah, Cradle to the Grave, Lethal Weapon. Uh, he's been in a lot. He's been in a lot. Oh, Unleash. And he's supposed to be in the new Milan movie. He's supposed to be the Emperor. And the new yeah. live action Milan movie. And I'm, I'm willing to, I'm looking to see that movie, but of course with the coronavirus. Uh, I know it's Man. delay. I hope they release it on Disney Plus. Man, I haven't been in the movie since February. <laughs> Last movie I went to see is Sonic. Oh yeah, I yeah. still got to see that yet. Still got to see it yet. Um, all right, so that's two. It's right, two so. down. Three more to go. Three people you want. Three martial arts movie actors you want to take a karate lesson from. Yeah, probably be like Van Damme. That would be. Take a lesson from him. Yeah, buddy. Learn how to do that um some that helicopter kick. Can you do the split punch? I used to do I when I was young, I used to <laughs> do a split. I mean, that was like when I was in grade school, I tried to like work to do a split and I actually got a split. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> yeah, the, oh yeah, that's another also another name. Of course, yeah, it's Van Damme. Uh, of course that's three. That's three, yep. Two more. Uh Daniel Parcia. He's, uh, he played Johnny Cage in the oh, video Pacina, game. Oh, Daniel Pacina. That's what yeah. it is. Yep, yep, yeah, yep. met him, too. He had the scorpion. Oh, yeah. you met him? Yeah, I remember, remember when I sent you that. Um, <gasps> that's right, you did. That's, that's right, the- you did. I forgot about that. That'd be cool to take a karate lesson from him. Yeah. I'd love to, I'd love to like, just pick his brain about, like, even just from the video game perspective, the mo- the motion capture with him and his brother Carlos did. Yeah. And he's a great martial artist, too. Like, great. I, I've seen some stuff on him on YouTube. That would be a cool one to take a lesson from. That would be a really cool one. All right. One more, my friend. All right. I got to really think hard about this. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of good people out there. Uh, let's see. Who's, who's the good, also good one? Hmm. Well, I don't know about Jason Strahan. I don't know if he's a martial artist. Statham? Uh, I I would probably put him up. Well, let's see. He's. Let, let me check and see. He's got to have – he's been in a lot of good action movies. Yeah. Uh, Martial arts backgrounds. Um, he's a purple belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu and is trained in multiple martial arts disciplines, including Wing Chun Kung, uh, Wing Chun Kung Fu, excuse me, karate and kickboxing. So he does have a little bit. Of, he does have quite the background. So, yeah. Okay, so that'd be your last one. Oh, so how about you? I mean, it's your turn. Oh, I mean, oh you got to put me on the spot. Yeah, now. I mean, I have to. So, I, obviously, I'm not the biggest uh, karate. I, I'm definitely not into karate. So, mine would probably be meeting. Is that okay? Meet. Five karate uh, martial artists I'd love to meet. Uh, Chuck Norris would be one. I never met him before. And he's just a legend. He's a living legend. Do you remember when they were making the Chuck, the Chuck Norris jokes, like back in the 2000s? Where oh, yeah. <laughs> it was so cool. Yeah, I actually have a book on um, Chuck Norris facts. I mean, like 101 Chuck Norris. I still got that book. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't bring it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Chuck Norris would be one. Jean-Claude Van Damme was two. Uh, oh, what is his name? I got his picture on the wall. Uh what is the actor's name? Steve Cardenas. Oh, I did meet Steve Cardenas. I can't say that. I did meet Steve Cardenas. Oh, that's a um, Red Ring. Rocky. That Rocky. I forgot. I did meet him. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I did. Too. Yeah. I had a rock con a couple years ago. Uh, no, here we go. Austin St. John. Oh, yeah. I met him, too. Austin St. John would be one I want to meet. So that's three. Uh, my fourth. <clears throat> this is tough. This is very tough. Incredibly tough. Marsh, let's see. 
Martial artist. <laughs> Famous. Oh, this you really you really put me on the spot. Oh, yeah. Jackie Chan. Duh. What Jackie, a dummy. Yeah. That's that's a natural. That's a natural one. Um and then you know what? I'll go uh I'll go Robin Shell. Oh. I'll go Robin Shell. Just because of how important he was to uh the Mortal Kombat franchise yeah. and, and all that. So I would say like Ralph Macchio, but he's not really a martial artist guy. He's just the karate kid. He's not really a martial artist, or an but outsider. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. But he had to go through the training just like everyone else did. That was one thing my uncle Pat preached. I love watching it. He's like all these guys. They come in. They didn't know a lick of. They didn't do any karate. He said he'd run them through like a like a boot camp and really yeah. teach them the ropes. Uh, but yeah, those would be my five that I like to meet. So, but yeah, very good, very good. Yes. Yeah, well, just to mention, um, yeah, about the karate kid, uh, of course, with Ralph Macchio's line was long. Of course, with, uh, what is it, uh, Johnny Lawrence, uh, what's his name, uh, William Zepka. Yes, yes. That line's long. And, of course, uh, you got, um, uh, what's it, Cove. I know it's Cove, uh, Martin Cove. Okay. Yeah, I guess his line wasn't long because people were afraid of him. <laughs> oh, really? I guess that's what I was thinking, <laughs> but that's why it's easy to get to him. I got a picture of my, for some reason, I have an actual, like, photograph, like, printed, not like a digital, an actual photograph of my Uncle Pat with Pat Morita, Mr. Miyagi, and, yeah. and Ralph Macchio. I have it. Somewhere at my at my uh, my parents' house, I have it, which is which is pretty cool. It's pretty astounding. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, that was a good episode. Yeah, definitely. It's not bad. Is this one of your longer ones, too? Yeah, feels we're, about, we're about at the 51 minute mark. Oh, that's a long one. That's, that's a long one. So, yeah, all right. A- you wrap us up, my friend. You wrap us up. That was solid content. Uh, yeah, this is definitely a wonderful episode, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> of course, uh, we're going to bow out of the Kick Pie Dojo. So, make sure um, you um, check out my previous episodes on BICBP-radio.com. I'll save you. That's a that's a tongue twister. BICBP-radio.com. Uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Ah, there we go. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> all right. So tune in another episode next week, uh, and we're going to bow out. Uh, this is your sensei, TJ Williams, bowing you out. Hey! Cashier. Hello, Mrs. Card Pusher. Hello. How are you doing today? Let's see what the old wife put on the uh, the shopping list today. Let's see what. Um, let's see. Number one, we got a uh, Chris Hamsworth. Oh, that doesn't seem right. I don't. I don't think that was, they sell those here. Uh, must be some kind of mistake. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Chris Evans. Oh boy. This is her celebrity crush list. Awkward. Don't be like this, husband and wife. There's only one place where a list like that belongs, and that's the Eat Sleep List podcast. You can hear us every Friday on BICBP radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify.